This is Deep Dive. I'm Li Yunqi. China and the U.S. jointly launched a counter-narcotics working group this week, aiming to curb the fentanyl crisis in the U.S. First synthesized in the 1950s, the opioid drug has been widely used in medical practices to manage pain. However, fentanyl overdoses began to surge in the 1990s. Today, it's become the leading cause of overdose deaths in the United States, far surpassing all other drugs. For more than 20 years, we've set a record for death from opioid overdose in the U.S. And then the next year, we break that record. People were buying on the street what they thought was heroin, and they were getting fentanyl. How has fentanyl become one of the deadliest drugs? What are the root causes of the rampant overdose deaths, and what could China do to help tackle these issues in the U.S.? To delve into these questions, I spoke with CGTN reporter Zhou Jiaxin. This episode is brought to you on Sunday, February the fourth. So China and the U.S. have jointly launched a counter-narcotics working group. And Jiaxing, can you first give us a quick review of this cooperation mechanism, and also why the two countries need to work together to combat drug trade? Okay, first I'd like to mention that China and the U.S. have already launched working groups covering economy, finance, and climate action through 2023, and counter-narcotics cooperation was among the topics. Um, Chinese President Xi Jinping and his U.S. counterpart Joe Biden agreed on、uh, jointly tackling companies that manufacture the precursor chemicals to make fentanyl and cutting financing、uh, for the trade during their summit in San Francisco last November.、Uh, prior to that,、uh, Washington alleged Beijing is complicit in the fentanyl trade、uh, that is responsible for 100,000 overdose deaths a year in the United States, and Beijing has、uh, refuted that claim. So, at the direction of two presidents,、uh, the U.S. side has lifted sanctions on relevant Chinese law enforcement institutes, and China also issued、uh, the public notice warning Export Order 51 precursor chemicals that may face what it called the U.S. long arm jurisdiction and even sting operation. So, both are now highlighting cooperation areas that they could work on together as. The U.S. side, led by Jan、uh, Dusko, Deputy Homeland Security Advisor, said during the first formal talks in Beijing days ago that the U.S. delegation represented the whole of government approach to tackling global challenge posed by illicit narcotics. Adding, the working group would provide platform to facilitate ongoing coordination designed to tackle the illicit production, and China gestures goodwill to work with the U.S. on counter narcotics. To、um, only show its capability to help ease the fentanyl crisis facing Americans, but also rebuild the bilateral trust, as Wang Xiaohong, the、uh, director of China National Narcotics Control Commission, said to the U.S. delegation that he hoped the future meetings would see two sides accommodating each other's concerns、uh, to enhance and expand cooperation to provide more positive energy、uh, for stable, sound, and sustainable China-U.S. relations. So this drug, fentanyl, is really a new name of drug that only came under the spotlight over the past decade, and I believe for many people, myself included, and overdose cases used to be largely associated with infamous drugs like heroin and cocaine. But there are many reports indicating that it was around the time,、uh, 2015, 16. 
that fentanyl became the number one cause of overdose deaths, and then it just kept growing at a much faster rate. So, how did fentanyl stand out from all the other drugs? So we we know that fentanyl can treat severe pain, say、right. from cancer,、um, and it is a potent drug approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for use as a painkiller, and it is approximately a hundred times more potent than、uh, morphine and fifty times more than、uh, more potent than heroin as an analgesic. Hmm. Uh, by the way, it was、uh, first developed in 1959 and introduced in the 1960s as an intravenous、um, anesthetic, and it is legally manufactured and distributed in the United States. The modern epidemic of fentanyl adoration is far broader in its geographic、um, distribution, production, and a number of deaths.、Uh, overdose death roughly、uh, quadrupled, going from、uh, 8,000 in 1999. To thirty-three、um, thousand in twenty fifteen, according to the National Forensic Laboratory Information System, reports on fentanyl, both、um, pharmaceutical and secretly produced, increased from early five thousand in twenty fourteen to over fifty-six thousand in twenty seventeen. From May twenty twenty to April twenty twenty one, more than a hundred thousand Americans died from the drug overdose,、uh, with over. Sixty-four percent of these deaths are、uh, due to、um, synthetic、uh, synthetic opioids like fentanyl and its、um, analogs. Now, fentanyl is has become the primary driver of overdose death in the United States. Over sixty-four percent of overdose deaths. How has fentanyl and its opioid analogs become what they are today? So, if you look at the consumption of fentanyl, it can be injected. Snorted, smoked, and taken orally by pill or tablet,、uh, and fentanyl has its medical demand, and it is available in hospitals. So I still remember a feature story titled、uh, "He Tried to Save a Friend." They charged him with murder by the New York Times last year, telling、mm. the fact in a paragraph. It reads, "I'd like to share with you, together." They cursed the doctors who first prescribed them opioids to treat their injuries, and the drug companies that knowingly flooded the market with addictive products, and the cartels that manufactured and shipped millions of doses from Mexico to Oklahoma, and the street dealers who cut fentanyl into other drugs to get more people hooked, and the realities of life on America's margins that kept them going back to those dealers to dull their pain, loneliness. And disappointment again and again, and that's really a vivid picture showing the abuse of fentanyl in the United States. And Mr. Alejandro、um, Mayorkas, Secretary of the U.S. Department of Homeland, in an interview with NBC, said,、uh, "It is a matter of supply, and also it is a matter of demand." He said they have to stop the flow of fentanyl, and they also have to address the demand. Though the House in last May. Passed the hot all lethal tracking of fentanyl act with a bipartisan vote. America still needs a bill that would define fentanyl-related substance, or FRS, for short,、uh, as having no currently accepted medical use and high、uh, potential for abuse. Meanwhile, more than 150 groups urged Congress to vote no, arguing it is class-wide scheduling approach chokes off medical use. Uh, research of FRS and allows for potential miscarriage 
of justice. And that's against the number of overdose deaths in reality. You brought up the opioid drugs flowing to Oklahoma. Today, Judge Bachman has affirmed our position. And the state actually launched and won the lawsuit against yes. Johnson & Johnson back in 2019, isn't it? Yes. That Johnson & Johnson, motivated by greed and avarice, is responsible for the opioid epidemic in our state. And now going back to China and America's joint cooperation in combating drug trade. So this news uh, hasn't really attracted that much attention in China, as opposed to its coverage by American media. Because I believe for anyone in China and those who know a bit of the country's history, they would know that China is perhaps one of the toughest countries uh, when it comes to control of drugs, uh, if not the most. And that makes people wonder uh, why the U.S. government came to China for its drug problem. What's China's role in it? Well, in recent years, um, the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency described China as the main source for all fentanyl-related substances trafficked into the United States. And, and in 2023, the U.S. Justice Department for the first time indicted several Chinese companies and individuals over fentanyl chemical trafficking, alleging uh, more than two dozen China-based entities and individuals be the source of supply for many U.S.-based narcotics traffickers, uh, dark web vendors, virtual currency money launderers, and Mexico-based cartels. As said, Beijing has denied such allegations, saying the country has always enforced rigorous anti-drug measures, as you mentioned about our history, with the strictest drug a control policy in the world and its efforts widely recognized by the international community. And we also know that China has a lot of cooperation with other countries to deal with the, um, you know, hunter narcotics work. Mm -hmm. So adding to that, China also referred to the U.S. as a black hole and source of problem for global drug control. You know, with 5% of the world's population, about 80% of the global opioid have been consumed in the United States making it the single largest major drug demand country. Worth mentioning, China on May 1st, uh, 2019, uh, permanently scheduled all fentanyl-related uh, substance, or FRS, the first country in the world to do so. And the U.S. stopped short of doing the same. It does seem that the current fentanyl crisis in the U.S. came from a range of issues. Years of build-up from the pharmaceutical companies and the medical system which China has never been a part of. But of course, China is still offering a hand as a goodwill. But just how much will this cooperation be able to help address the fentanyl problem in the U.S.? Well, China previously said the country has been engaging campaigns against fentanyl and precursor chemicals and crackdown on illegal and criminal activities involving the smuggling, illicit manufacturing, trafficking and abuse of fentanyl-related substances. And I believe China has been consistent with its anti-drug policy, making sure its counter-narcotics efforts could prevent more sufferings. On the other hand, China um, Chinese uh, policymakers also advised the U.S. should step up law enforcement operations, strengthen border control, enhance oversight of fentanyl and other synthetic uh, drugs, a penalized overprescription and overdose at home and raise public awareness. Above all, it is really high time for the United States to permanently schedule 
fentanyl-related substances. Now, the progress between the two sides to resume this uh, dialogue and uh, further cooperation has not come easy and uh, really needs to be double, doubly cherished by both sides, as uh, the foreign ministry spokesperson the other day said. And China also hopes the U.S. side will work together in the same direction and practically cooperate based on mutual respect, equality and mutual benefit. And that's really important for, you know, the two partners. So if it goes well, the joint effort can be a model for international cooperation, countering opiates, and that would definitely help curb the global flow of fentanyl. Thank you, Zhangxing. I understand that you are in the process of having an exclusive interview with an official from the joint working group between China and the U.S. And by the time we release this episode, you may have or will be close to presenting your report. For our listeners who want to find out the most recent update in this uh, topic, how can they find your interview at the time? So exactly, I'm, I'm going to talk to um, the Deputy G Secretary General of the China National Narcotics Control Commission, Yu Haibing, who is also the um, a top narcotics control uh, official. So Which yeah, follow us on CTN and also you can uh, watch that interview. Um, in days to come and on, on CTN platforms. Great. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you for having me. As the joint efforts of China and the U.S. take shape through their counter-narcotics working group, it's important to recognize that the illegal importation of fentanyl precursors into the U.S. is not limited to China. While efforts to curb production and distribution are crucial, Experts argue that addressing the root cause of the problem, reducing domestic drug demand, should be the top priority. Dr. Andrew Kolodny is the president of the U.S.-based Physicians for Responsible Opioid Prescribing. I do think that the, there's much more the United States government could be doing to reduce these deaths. We could prevent opioid addiction in the United States if we see that opioids are prescribed more cautiously. But for the millions of Americans who are already addicted, we have to see that they have better access to treatment. Only by focusing on prevention, education, and treatment programs instead of scapegoating can there be hope for a more sustainable solution to the fentanyl crisis. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Deep Dive. If you enjoyed what you just heard, don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform. Just search for Deep Dive. You can also leave comments to let us know what you want to learn about China and beyond. This episode is brought to you by me, Li Yunqi, and my colleagues Zhang Zhang and Qi Zhi. Special thanks to CGTN reporter Zhou Jiaxing. I'll see you in the next one. <laughs>